This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. I'm so happy that Kirk Cousins, after everybody's like, oh, it's just a fluke that he's gone three games with, three straight games with over 300 yards, which is a big feat, especially after both of his receivers called him out. I think it was incredible that he went out there and performed the way he did. Keep in mind, I know that it's the Redskins and I know that they aren't the best team, but still, it just proved that this isn't a fluke. He is the real deal and he's fully capable of leading this offense. Uh, They did a great job between passing and running the ball. Dalvin Cook is a weapon. They've got Diggs, Thielen. Thielen didn't even play and he was still able to do what he did. Diggs looked awesome tonight, by the way. So Taylor, let's catch up. Let's catch up an NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. That's right. And we're going to do that. And we've got a lot to get to. We're talking, of course, I want to give a little love to Kirk Cousins as we just started to right there. We also have to hit what could be the game of the week, Chiefs Packers. Very important piece of that is yet to be determined, but still interesting. A lot to talk about there. Browns Patriots, which I'm convincing you more and more is a crucial game and an exciting game. And it's definitely exciting. It's just right now the Patriots have the top scoring offense, top scoring defense. They just look like Goliath. We're going to get there. We're going to get there. Then we're going to, we're going to play fantasy fantasy. Although for crazy cousin Jack, I'm going to alter it this week. Okay. Okay. I'm going to set the record straight. I'm going to make it right for fantasy fantasy. And then I always forget. How do we finish these shows? I don't don't really understand. Or nay. Yay or nay. I can't wait. Okay. So let's go back to the Vikings here. You brought something up very interesting. You're impressed with Kirk Cousins. You mentioned the three games in a row of over 300 yards, but let's rewind and go back. You mentioned the receivers and the fact that they called him out. Yeah, I I don't know what it was. I don't know if it was the coaching. I mean, I think that we know that it was Kirk in the beginning of the season. I don't know if it wasn't his confidence or what the deal was, except he's got two of the best receivers, arguably the best receiving duo in Adam Thielen and Stefan Diggs. And he wasn't hitting his targets. He wasn't throwing the ball down the field in the first couple of games. And rightfully so, they were frustrated. Now, with the defensive coordinator now coming, or offensive coordinator, coming in, you knew that they were going to want to run the ball this year. That was very apparent. That was, apparent. That was extremely apparent. They, they also have one of the best they reiterated weapons it who can catch the multiple ball times and in the run the ball out of the backfield in Dalvin Cook. He's an incredible weapon. He's incredible. And you can see what he's doing when he's healthy. So I think they're doing the right thing to run the ball as much as they were. But yeah, but you still have to use all your weapons. And when you've got two of the biggest weapons possible as your receivers you've got to be able to hit your targets they're probably the number one duo in the league from a receiving standpoint in Thielen and Diggs and I found it interesting that Thielen after the loss of the Bears had dropped them two and two 
He says, you got to be able to throw the ball down the field. Yeah. In that same week, Stephon Diggs. Diggs doesn't show up at practice. Then there's rumors stays that he wants to be traded. He just, he just stays home with his dog after that Bears loss. They're 2-2. Two and two. And just take, look at the numbers. Take some time Taylor, off. Taylor, look at these numbers from Kirk Cousins since that game. Read some of these numbers off. Since they were 2-2, two and two, look at what he's done. Yeah. Look Th- at that. 300. 333, 338, 285. 285, and tonight only three incompletions, and that was without Thielen. And look at Diggs, by the and way, look at since their, then. Look at their touchdowns. He went from, he, he goes from zero to two touchdowns to four touchdowns. Back to back games touchdowns. with four touchdowns. And then tonight, no touchdown in a game that was really a bit of a slog fest. But and these weren't only easy the three teams incompletions. Either. The Lions are a tough team. They've lost by, they've had such close tight games and they are their record is not indicative two weeks of how ago good they are. the lions could have been were first place an awful in the, hands to the face call from being in first place yes right so the lions and are the a good eagles, team the eagles good. we thought are a good team we still i guess we don't really know necessarily but they're a worthy opponent and he smashed them and look at Diggs. by the way since he called him out Diggs had just over 200 yards through four games to that point in the season when he was so upset since then 497 yards from Dix yeah. over the last four games. Look, this is one of the most dynamic offenses in the league. And they held the, uh, granted it's the Redskins, but nine points tonight held them out of the end zone. They've also got, I think, a worthy defense as well. Two years ago, this is a team that we were saying had the best roster, maybe both mm-hmm. sides of the ball in all of football. I'm impressed. I like it. And, and Taylor, I got to ask you, the notion that you're not supposed to call out your teammates is what I wanted to get to here a little bit. Well, clearly it worked. What do you think about that? It worked. Clearly it worked. Look at that as far as motivation. You got, first of all, Cousins apologized to Thielen the week after that Bears game and basically said, you're right, man. I got to get the ball down the field. I mean, at $84 million, doesn't he have to do that? That's what they brought him here for. And tonight, I thought was the perfect example because he's on the same field as Case Keenum. I felt like a... um I felt like one of those like teenage girls reading those gossip magazines when they're like, this is what their body language tells you. Well, Does he like you? Is he into you? Is he not? Do so you like me? One, two, the three. Post-game, post-game show on NFL Network, uh, Kirk and Stefan were up on the set and I'm trying to gauge. To read and, the like, body language. Yeah, figure them. out like, are they good? Are they not? And they, they look good. I mean, they seemed totally fine with each other, which why wouldn't they be after having such success these past four games? I think they have fixed whatever ailed them. I am impressed with what they did. And I love that Diggs went about it the way that he did. You could say he sort of took his ball and went home, but he sent a clear message. Mm-hmm. Thielen also sent a message. And Thielen wasn't necessarily saying it to Cousins. That was a message to the entire team. We have the offensive weapons to do more here than we are doing, and we've got to open that up. And I'm sorry, it has worked. If you take the first quarter of the season versus the second quarter of the season for the Vikings, this is a different team. And Kirk Cousins, to me, is earning that contract. I'm impressed. No, I'm very impressed. All right, I want to move to another one that I know you want to get to, Taylor. This theoretically should be the game of the week, Chiefs, and Packers Sunday night football, of course, being billed as Aaron Rodgers versus Patrick Mahomes. Taylor, we don't necessarily know if Mahomes is going to play, but it's a more interesting question from me to you here. Should Patrick Mahomes play in this game, Taylor? What do you think? No. 
I don't. No. This is your franchise quarterback. Let him get healthy. Let him rest. Don't push it. I know that he was limited in practice, and that's great, and that's wonderful. And Saquon kind of went through the same thing, but he at least took a few weeks off, four weeks off. You've got to let, let him rest. I mean, he wasn't right going into that game. He already had a little bit of an ankle issue. Then he gets completely knocked out of the game, and his his knee is dislocated. His ACL is dislocated. Let him heal completely before putting him back into a game where he could get seriously injured. Yeah, I think his, where it, his patella I mean, is what was dislocated there, and and it looked it looked awful. You don't want to see your knee your kneecap move like that. They, with, within seconds, they called him out of the game because the doctor saw it and touched it and was like, "Nope." Done. Yeah, you have to take a rest. Not to mention he already had the sore ankles heading into that. But, yeah, game. that's what I'm saying. And so he's already a little bit banged up. So you think? Give him a week. Sit him down. Give him a week. Let Matt Moore in there. And I am going to play devil's advocate here because I'm going to be selfish as a fan. You know what I want to see on Sunday? Well, of course, everybody wants to well, see that. But if I'm, I'm saying I'm, it. If I'm a Patrick Mahomes knows a his decision body, maker for the Chiefs. Patrick Mahomes should play in this primetime matchup against Aaron Rodgers. This is what this league is about. And I do. I work with with Colin Coward, who made an excellent statement, I thought. And he said, look, there are only so many of these opportunities that you get. Each week, we wait for that one day a week for a game like this. And Mahomes has played in some primetime games. And we've seen him at his peak performing exceptionally well against Russell Wilson, against Tom Brady, against Jared Goff, recently against Deshaun Watson. But you know what? He's lost all those games. He's played very well in those games. They've been back and forth. They've been shootouts, but they've been losses. And if I know it, trust me, he knows it. And he knows this is an opportunity to go up against the quarterback that we put on the same level on the pedestal with Tom Brady. And I think this is another moment. You're saying the Chiefs have lost those big games? Mahomes and the Chiefs have lost those big games. He's also won a lot of big games. He has has won. If you go back, he's won a lot of games. He has. A lot of big games, too. But the marquee games that he's played in, unfortunately, he's ended up on the He lost in the AFC Championship last year. Which meant he won won a very big game against the Colts the week before, which he did. But trust me. He knows it, that when he's gone up against the greatest quarterbacks in this league, he has unfortunately ended up on the wrong side of so a lot of So you're saying that games. Jared Goff is one of the greatest quarterbacks in this I'm league? I'm saying Jared Goff and that Rams offense last year certainly was up there with the top teams in the league. They ended up in the Super Bowl for a reason. I think Goff was leading one of the top three offenses in football last sure, year. And but, that's not even going out on the limb. But that, it's different to say that an offense is one of the top offenses, but well, know. Mahomes runs that offense. Goff ran that offense, yeah. yes, with Gurley. But I mean, if you're the quarterback, that's what you're. I mean, essentially, you're the point guard, right? So I just, I'm not suggesting that Mahomes is not a quote unquote winner. I'm not suggesting that he's not one of the top quarterbacks in the league. What I'm saying is, Mahomes strikes me as the kind okay, of but, guy who wants to be wanna, in that game. I understand that, but do you want to give him the best? Put him in the best position to get to that game. I okay. Would I rather? So see would him? you rather see him get is injured? Would I rather see him in the Super Bowl or rather see him Sunday versus Aaron Rodgers? Is kind yeah. of what you're saying, right? Because you, you've got to put your quarterback in the best su- position to succeed and to fully recover and heal, and, and so to he can long term. And right. you're saying and to so succeed long term, he can lead his team into these big games. I think the I look. I think the medical staff is smart enough to figure this out. I think Mahomes' opinion matters probably. 15 or 20 percent in this thing it's yeah, not it's not, I mean, it's not like he practiced in full this. no he didn't but i think i like that he's 
itching and oh, raring yeah. to go. I love that. And I want to, as a fan, just selfishly, see I it. want to No, of course. Who doesn't want to see Patrick Mahomes go up against game. Aaron Rodgers? That's what I want to see. And I just, it's the Matt Moore. Those are probably the two quarterbacks that are the most efficient at getting the ball down the field in those critical moments. And just, it's going to be, that would be a high scoring game. I want to see that kind of a shootout. To me, it reminds me much like when we saw Deshaun and Patrick and granted, I saw Patrick, he, I thought he was limited in that game against Deshaun. I think the ankle had gotten to him in that game. Certainly the offensive line was not what we thought it was to this point. I would love to see him play Aaron Rodgers. I'm definitely curious to see how the Chiefs defense fares against the Packers offense right now. Aaron Rodgers looks like he's better than ever. Five, six touchdown performance. Against the Raiders? That was remarkable. That was, to me, that was as vintage Aaron Rodgers as we've seen. Over 400 yards. So he, right now, Aaron Rodgers. He hit six different receivers. We've seen. Six different receivers without a number, a, a definitive number one receiver on that team. Admittedly, you and I have crowned a different MVP each week, which I think is just natural as we go through each week. It's been that exciting. And Aaron Rodgers right now is probably that guy, which is why I want to see him against last year's MVP. So that's me just being selfish. I think overall, I think you have the smart hat on right now. You're thinking long term. Uh, thank I mean, you. I'm I mean, blushing. You, just, you do. You absolutely do, Taylor. You're right. The, the correct thing to do is for him to sit out this game and to not worry about just one single game. All right. And now we got plenty more to get to here. I'm very excited about the next one. The Browns and Patriots to me is just, I, I can't wait to see it. It's not necessarily that I think it's going to be such a tremendous back and forth. I just want to see it happen on the field. Yeah. What do you got for me, Taylor? Uh, I just want to say that tonight you're in sweat shorts i've shocked you i've thrown you a for a t-shirt tonight yes and your green painted toenails and i do have green toenails yeah, i'm not quite sure what's going on there but usually sam you look so dapper and indochino is founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe you don't you look great in your custom fitted suit and indochino is the world's largest made to measure menswear brand they make suits shirts coats and more and everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit the best part is they're affordable almost all of their custom clothing is under 400 dollars. the process is simple choose your fabric pick your customizations and submit your measurements your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks you can get measured and design your suit at your nearest indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at indochino.com that's what we like to do Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse anymore to wear clothing that does not fit. And truly, you always look so stylish and it does make a big difference. Thank you very much, Taylor. And this is true. And guys, listen tonight to what does not saying. fit into that category. I, I still, I still kind of look. I still made sure that I matched very well. All right, it all kind of comes together. It flows. The into blue shirt, the, the gray sweat shorts, and the green toenails. And again, and what, the pink headphones. What allows the outfit when I've got the tie and the shirt and the pants and the whole suit working? And the pink Gucci it, slippers. Exactly. But that's why I give you this alternate look. So that it's that gives you that much more of an impact when you see me in the custom suit. And guys, trust me, it makes a huge difference. All right, Taylor. Browns at Patriots. You and I spent a lot of time watching that Patriots Jets game on Monday. Painful. And in a word, I like to use it a lot. Gross. Gross. If you're Sam Darnold, gross. If you're Adam Gase, gross. If you're Le'Veon Bell, gross. Jamal Adams, although you had a nice play, 
gross. I feel bad for Le'Veon Bell. That was awful. I don't necessarily feel bad for him. I did that night, though. And the Patriots are a formidable opponent for anybody out there. It looks, anybody who's got the Patriots on their schedule, it's it just looks L. You just write L. It looks like nobody in the league nobody can stand a chance to beat them, them right, right now. now. You said it earlier. This is number one scoring. Yeah, it's the, it's the Patriots have the top scoring offense and the top scoring defense. Wow. Only two other teams in NFL history have ever had that. Whew. And guess what? Both of them went on to win the Super Bowl. And that's not surprising at all to me. And they, of course, look like that because we've seen them in the Super Bowl so often. I can so. just already see Tom hoisting the Lombardi in Miami. We've seen it so many times, but this year it just seems like it's already happening. It yeah. really does. But okay, so the Browns, who, by the way, had Super Bowl aspirations of their own heading into the season. I think right now they're not thinking Super Bowl. They are thinking this week, what can they do to beat the Patriots? Look, but- they're still very still. They're still very much in contention with the Ravens for the AFC oh, North. They, look, they're right in the mix, and they have that head-to-head win, which helps them a lot. But you brought something up very interesting about this game because of the relationship between Bill Belichick and Odell Beckham through the years, two men who respect each other quite a lot. And look, Belichick spots talent and knows talent. And even though and Belichick, all he does is when, when they go to other teams, he's like, cool, I'll see you eventually. And I'll come snag you. He, he does. He spots these guys. He circles them and he knows eventually I'll come around and I'll grab you. Randy Moss, eventually I'll have you on my team. Right. Corey Dillon, eventually I'll have you on my team. He's very good at doing that. Antonio Brown, hey, for a week, I'll have you on my team. <laughs> Josh Gordon, I'll take you on my team. Uh, Mohamed Sanu, we'll take you on my team. He's very good at spotting these players that are talented across yeah, the league. Yeah, and it's like, look at that pickup this past week. It's like as if that offense couldn't could get any scarier. Now Tom Brady has yet another weapon. Granted, and it's Josh a team Gordon that doesn't IR, have, but yeah, still, it's a team that doesn't have a lot of well-known weapons. But you, Tom Brady, can out. make something out of nothing. It seems, and mm-hmm. Muhammad Sanu is certainly not nothing. He does it again and again but and again. But Odell Beckham Jr. said that this week. He said that Bill Belichick tells him the same thing before every single game. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> and the quote is, "I hope you enjoy today because there's not going to be much for you." What a what a I mean, really, that is a statement that you can only say if you've been there and you've done that many, many times, Taylor. How does it strike you? I, I happen to like it, but what is it? What is the first thing you think of when you read that? I mean, from like, Belichick, I just want to I, I want to be a fly on the wall when he says it and see what kind of context he's saying it in. Is he saying it in like a laughing way? Is he saying it in like a hey, don't expect to get much because I'm not. But that's exactly what Bill Belichick does. We talked about this, too. He neutralizes any any opposing team's biggest weapon and takes him out of the game. You were the one that he watches film and he immediately spots. All right, there's the guy. That's the thing they're trying to do. And you can imagine when he was facing Odell, it's been with the giants for how many years has Odell been the number one threat on the Giants. So you know as soon as Bill Belichick pops in that tape, he says, "Oh, there's the guy but, that of course stands out and I'm going after him. He's not going to have a day against us and I know you're about to slaughter my point. Give it to me." Keep in mind, Odell Beckham has played the Patriots once in his career. One regular season game, including the preseason. Give it to me. Week 10, 2015, Patriots defeated the Giants 27-26. So close game. Okay. Odell Beckham had 12 targets, four receptions, 104 receiving yards, and one touchdown. There you go. Okay. So there you go. So even though Belichick said it, he didn't exactly do that. But I will stand by my point of this, Taylor. Belichick is allowed to make that statement because more often than not, 
he does exactly that. He neutralizes that guy and he takes him out of the game. And I love that he walks right up to Odell and tells him, hey, champ, yeah, love you. Have a great time today. It's not going to be fun for you out there. And and you I, can, I can just see it like with a little smirk on oh, his face. Oh, that wry, dry yeah. smile of his. I think it's great. One other thing I want to ask you about before we get to Fantasy Fantasy is this. This week, Baker Mayfield has been asked about the fine he got for criticizing the referees, which happened in the game they lost to the Seahawks, which at this point is two, two weeks, weeks ago. ago. And he spoke. I actually enjoyed what he said about holding people accountable at their job and the fact that the referees are affecting his job. And so he wants to make it a point and he doesn't mind getting fined about that. What do you think about the comments that Baker Mayfield has said this week, Taylor, what do you think of that? I, you know, like, I, I think that it's been two weeks. I think that what would be best for him and his team is for him to move on and kind of say, okay, what's done is done on to the next game. But I couldn't agree more with him. I, people, referees need to be held accountable. There needs to be some sort of standard and some sort of rules where it's not one thing one week and another thing the next if I were a Lions if I were on the Lions team or a Lions fan right now I would be livid they've had a lot of bad calls and it's unfortunate because these are calls that have determined the game and this is people's lives people's this is definitely jobs on the line for these calls. Let me say one thing to really to back you up but just to say it a little more emphatically for me cuz I am incensed. I cannot stand when referees determine games. I can't stand when there is one play it's, on the field that is talked fair. about after the game. I hate when the game is marred by that. I think most of the time the refs do an incredible job of keeping things clean, but it does make me mad when we think that there's one play that altered a game and took something away I just I hate when we can't just say that player a beat player b and we can't look at it simply I really hate that but to me this week Baker Mayfield it had to be one answer out of his mouth and one answer only hey guys we're moving thanks for asking me about that play from two weeks ago when we lost to the Seahawks but look, but I mean, look I get what's it. what's on our schedule. Yeah. It's no. the Patriots. If you guys want to ask me about this historic defense I'm going up against, I'm happy to answer questions. If you want to talk about something that happened two weeks ago, I understand. I'm sorry, but I do I'm understand the fact that the players are, I think it's bigger than just that game. I think he's saying it in general uh, and look, as a whole. It's overall. There needs to be a overall change. His point, there needs to be accountability. And, and his point was hurt. At this point. I think his it's point was heard. Unacceptable. I, I think his point was heard, and and so was yours as well. All right. I know you have something very important to give us in fantasy fantasy, but first, I want to let everybody know about sports.axios.com. Love it. Go to sports.axios.com, sign up, and it is free. Taylor, I call this the Postmates of producing because sports.axios.com. We do have delicious chocolate chip cookies that have been postmated to us, but what I like to do is instead of scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis, which is impossible, I subscribe to Axios Sports because it is the best free daily newsletter in the land. Axios Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to my email inbox. 
I get stories from all over the world of sports, NBA, NFL. If I wanted cricket and ping pong, it would be there. Sports.axios.com. Sign up and it is free. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. Try it for free. A-X-I-O-S. No paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. Just go there. Trust me and Taylor. If you listen to Let's Catch Up, go to sports.axios.com and try this yes, for free. It's a huge time free. saver and it. So much easier. Yeah. It is so easy. Why scroll and dig yourself when Axios is just going to make it happen? It's that simple. All right. It's time to address Crazy Cousin Jack. Now, Crazy Cousin Jack goes to the Let's Catch Up NFL page at Let's Catch Up NFL and he responds to every minute as if he's monitoring this like a meeting at work to tell us what we got right and what we got wrong. And he is the one who said, I would love to see you guys do a fantasy segment. He even came up with a name. It's a fantasy fantasy. It's a fantasy about fantasy. Now, we went about it. We each chose two different players for two weeks. You thought that I was cheating because the players I took were too obvious. Well, he took in, Christian McCaffrey, only the leads yeah, leading yeah, I did. back. And I, and I won that week. But I'm actually going to throw a flag here on myself. I won the following week. You did win the following week because you had Goff and Fournette, whereas I had Wilson. I won and even with even if I only had chosen one player, I it, still won. Yes, because, Both of my and, players. And by the way, Melvin Gordon, who fumbled on the one-yard line to finish that game, that awful, ugly game between the Chargers and the Titans. So I definitely lost, and I should have, but... I think we should make this a little more informative, a little more interesting. You are a bit of a fantasy expert, Taylor. So for Crazy Cousin Jack, I'm going to let you give us the fantasy fantasy. Give me something under the radar, something I may not have my eye on this week. You give us the one player that we're going to circle and monitor this week in fantasy fantasy. It's not the most obvious guy. Not like Sam choosing Christian McCaffrey here. Give me something that I wouldn't necessarily be thinking of from a fantasy standpoint that you got that you're looking at this week. Go I like it. Sony Michelle a lot. Ooh, Patriots are tough to choose they, in fantasy. It's tough. It, no, I, no I'm, they I'm are not, because they're like, they're so they're it, so spread out. You don't ever know don't who they're going to go to. Know where the, I mean, when Gronk was on the team, it was and like Sony Michelle isn't even one of the top five running backs so far no, this and year. James, and and again, they go to James White, and I mean, there's Burkhead. I mean, you yeah. just don't know what's happening on that team at any moment. Burkhead is injured, though, and so that makes a big difference. There you go. And Cleveland's allowing the most rushing yards per game to running back since week five. So I think that this is Sonny Michelle's time to I love it. Time I to love go it. Off. Since we've already got our eye on that game, I think that's a tremendous choice. So Sony Michelle, so Crazy Cousin Jack and all of you out there. And go Georgia Bulldogs. The fantasy fantasy this week is yes for your Georgia Bulldogs. Fortunately, they lost this season, so they're kind of out of the mix in the SEC. My parents met at LSU, so we'll talk about that one day also. Yeah, that, let's LSU save that Georgia for another conversation. Because you'll think that is gross. But, mm-hmm. all right. So, Sony Michelle is the fantasy fantasy for this week. All right, Taylor, it is time. Yes. For yay or nay, the big finish here. We're going quick, all right? Now, we're not going through every game, all right? We're going through mm-hmm. the games that really, really matter to us. I'm going to start us off. I'm throwing this one at you. Eagles at Bills. The Eagles will bounce back after two blowout losses and their locker room unraveling right in front of my eyes. Yay or nay, Taylor? So this is a really tough one for me. Yeah, okay. I feel like this is the game that's going to kind of, it's going to define who these teams are because neither one of us know, are the Bills legit? 
and what the who the heck are the Eagles because they lost to the Falcons, but then go and beat some of the harder teams. This and- is, it's 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 easy. Here here's the Eagle season. If you want to know how impossible it is to determine what the Eagle season is, they are the Packers only loss and they are the Falcons only win. Yeah, explain that to me. I don't know. Impossible. So give it to me. Yay or nay? Eagles bounce back. Yay or nay? You can say it. I'm ready for it. After what I saw Sunday night against the Cowboys, I'm ready for anything. You can't hurt me any more than that. I'm going to say nay. I like it. I really want to see the Bills. I, I, I think I make think a you're statement. Right. I think you're right on that. And to me, it feels like the Eagles are just an extra in somebody else's DVD this season. Like in it, like on the I Bills. I not go that far. No, I still think I, they I'm can gonna, get it no. together. I mean, to me, the Eagles are an extra on the 2019 Bills Look, They've had DVD. a lot of injuries on their secondary. The injuries happen every season. They lost Carson Wentz and won the Super Bowl. It happens. I, to me, it's just not it's, just, it's not. it's not a crazy statement. I just think, I think you're right. I think that you're saying it's going to say more about one of these teams. I think it's more of a Bills story this week. All right, what do you got for me? Mitch Trubisky silences the critics and puts the Bears back, back in the, in win, the column. win column. Ooh, yay or nay. I'm going to say Chargers at Bears. Wow, this is a tough one. You know what? I don't know what to like about the Chargers at this point, I but I keep I, I keep believing. And at some point, the Chargers make that turn in their season and they become, ooh, look yeah. how surprisingly yeah. good the Chargers are. Is it going to be this week? I'm not sure. I'm going to say yay just because I'd rather see the Chargers be the team that comes back here. And I, you know, at this point, I'm sort of, I'm, I'm tired of the Bears. That division yeah. to me has more exciting teams. I like watching all three other teams more than the Bears. I'm going to say yay. That I'm going to say nay to Mitch Trubisky. I'm going to say the Chargers beat the Bears. So I'm done I with that. I might have to go with the Bears. Yeah. All right. How about this? Bengals at the Rams in London, Taylor. The Bengals get their first win, yay, of the season in London against the Rams and Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, there's no way that's happening, right? No, but crazy things do happen in London. It's true. It, it's no, a weird one. I don't one, think but that, that's going to be one I of them. I think you're right. All right. What do you got for me now? Uh, Kyler Murray leads the Cardinals to fourth win in a row. <sighs> Cardinals and Saints, which means the Saints would lose their first game. Breeze, we don't know. I'm thinking he won't play. They got a bye week next week. I'm going to say, you know what? Let's be fun here. I'm going to say Kyler Murray beats the Saints. Fourth winner run. We're all talking about Kyler Murray on Monday and what a spectacular rookie he is. I think he's played exceptionally well. I'm surprised he's won the three games in a row, but okay, that's fine. I'm saying yay for Kyler Murray. All right, Jets at Jags. This one I probably just said so we could say this. But Taylor, Sam Darnold will see ghosts and throw two more interceptions against the Jaguars this weekend, yay or nay? (laughs) Not fair. Poor guy. Uh, Yay? I don't know if he'll throw two interceptions, but I don't think that the uh, Jets are going to win. That's all right. I'm going to say, look, you... The Jags are going to win this one, I think. I, it, it, we had Leonard Fournette on the show with Colin this week, and he I already said my parents met at LSU, obviously. I, I've watched this guy's career and followed it closely. He looks like he is right, Leonard Fournette. And, yeah. you know, in the whole in, in all of the Minshew mania, don't forget that it's actually Fournette that's the second leading rusher in football behind the guy we saw tonight, Dalvin Cook. I'm sorry, but Fournette looks like he is feeling right. He's feeling healthy, and it looks like he's figured out whatever he needs to in the NFL. Yeah. And I'm excited to watch this guy. I'm liking what the Jags are doing, and how could you possibly like the Jets? And I do like think the one of the bigger interesting storylines to this game is is that Nick Foles has been back practicing. But it looks like this is Gardner Minshew's team right now. Right now, sure. But I, I could see them handing it over to Foles. And, of course, as an Eagles fan, you know, I, I, I believe in what Foles can do. All right, what do we got here to finish out? Give it to me. 
Carolina wins fifth in a row and sends Jimmy Garoppolo to the first loss of the season. Panthers at Niners. Keep in mind, both Kyle Allen and Jimmy Garoppolo are undefeated as starters. Pretty interesting, right? Panthers at Niners. I'm going to say nay on Carolina. I'm going to say the Niners are still undefeated. I'm, I love I'm with this you on story. That one. I love this story, and I was the one that I, I had the bold prediction earlier yeah, that the Niners did. would win the NFC West. I'm going with them. I'm riding this train. I love the trade. I like the Emmanuel Sanders addition a lot for the Niners. Jimmy G, another weapon outside of George Kittle because the young receivers have not been doing a lot for him. I love what Shanahan and the Niners have, and defensively, you saw it up close and personal, the Monday night blowout of the Browns, this team is going places. Yeah, this I couldn't agree is... more. They look like the real deal, and I think that this this game will kind of give them, where people are saying, oh, they haven't really played that many people. No, this is a great this test. This game, and they have played people, this, but no, this game this, is, this a, is a, this tremendous a big test. This is a tremendous test for them. All right, fantastic. Taylor, let's catch up. Let's catch up. We will do this again. I cannot wait. Wow. And Monday night, by the way. Mm, not, mm. not so exciting for us. Games not so amazing but we'll be but i'm sure we'll have a lot to talk about we will that's what we're gonna do let's catch up can't wait